0: You are now listening to the Motivational Mentors podcast with your hosts, Luke Burrows.
1: Touch on morning routines. I think people have to find something that works for them.
0: And Arsenio, Buck. hey, Arsenio, let's go party! Hey, party! If someone asks me to party right now, Luke, come on! What the hell's a part? A party? What? A party for what? What is going on? Welcome back to Motivational Mentors. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. And Then I got my sidekick, Mr. Luke Burles, over here on the other line. Luke, what's going on, brother? Looking
1: forward to today's episode and um, to provide some more value to our listeners. Um, the list, So I checked the, the stats earlier. Listens, uh, okay. So our listeners are going up, which is just amazing. And yeah, so um, awesome. thank you for everyone who has been tuning in. But yeah, man, I'm I'm super awesome, blessed, and um, just looking forward to today's episode.
0: Awesome, yeah. So basically, today's episode, and again, thanks to all of you out there who are listening to us around the world. And today's episode, oh, it's about telling the truth faster. Luke, of course, I've been subjective to this uh, a long time ago, and I I still am. I you know I hold myself accountable for everything uh, that has occurred and whatnot, but one of the biggest things I wanna just talk about right off the back is when I didn't tell the truth to this specific individual a long time ago, I basically prolonged the inevitable. So I'm just gonna share a story right off the back uh, and I'm gonna come out the gate swinging. And so basically, I got someone who I delegate the task of washing my clothes, right? Okay, so it's dry cleaning service. Now, at the very beginning, they said, hey, uh, can you teach our son? I said, yes. And you know what? They tried knocking down my prices. They tried reducing the price per hour by almost 50%. And you know what? If I had told the truth then and said, uh, no, I'm sorry, I cannot do it for that price, all would have been good. We probably would have closed the door a very, very long time ago. But because I am just so gullible sometimes because I'm so naive and all that other stuff, I said, oh, okay, that's fine. But then I made them realize and I told them, I said, listen, because you're paying me this price. If I am free, I will teach your son. But if I am not free, then I will not teach your son. That's all there is to it. There's no first come first serve here. This is a fourth option. And so uh, there were a couple of times that she actually snapped. She did not have that pleasing personality. Basically, this is one of the things that I've talked about in Napoleon Hill book. And she has a very aggressive nature to her. If you actually see her in her household, she's very loud. She's, when she speaks, her son stays quiet compared to when the father speaks, the son just completely disobeys him. So she's basically the father and the mother of the household. So again, there were times that I had to cancel because I had personal matters to deal with and she would get angry. She would say, oh, I'm very bored. You know, I want you to come teach you, you know, my son. And I'm like, listen, first of all, you're paying me dog shit. Excuse my French, you're paying me dog shit. All right, you're not even showing me respect by paying me this whack ass wage. I told you that I will go out of my way to teach your son if Oz is freeze, but she never understood that. So basically, it came down to you know, I'm guessing that she had a little circle meeting with the family. So the last couple of times I went over there, they were very cold in me, they weren't welcoming like they were before, they didn't speak to me, there was no hellos. And that last time I was there, I was like, you know what, man, it's about time to close this door. So finally, they sent me a message. They said, hey, we found another teacher that's going to teach our son. So we no longer need you to teach him. I said, you know what? You're no longer going to need me to drop my clothes off either. I didn't even tell them. I just went to a place probably 200 meters away. I dropped my clothes off, and that was the end of it. And so the thing is, this could have been completely demolished months ago. If I had just held my ground, stayed my ground and said, you are not paying me that dog shit. Who the hell do you think I, oh, so you want me, you want to pay that, but I could get paid 400% more at another place during that peak hour. Are you serious? And so this is one of those traits, these traits, this is what I really, really need to develop, especially in the world of business. Again, this is something that has just culminated And this is probably something that a lot of the listeners can relate to. But you know what? If you're listening right now and you're trying to stop being nice, listen, I'm nice. I'm wonderful. My personality is amazing. You guys know it. Luke knows it. I know it. It's all great. But there comes a time that you have to be very stern, frank, and blunt and say, listen, this is that. You cannot haggle me. You cannot do this. You can't do that. That's the end of it. All right. Now, would you like to get some chicken? (laughs) <laughs> now see you know what I mean so I, yeah. I don't know how much you can relate to this Luke but again I'm guessing in the world of business we'll be encountering this for a very very long time yeah definitely and so how long did this go on for oh my god Luke I mean the first time she actually tried knocking me down that was back in April
1: April okay so yeah, yeah. so
0: this was like seven months and again she provided you know they provided some great service but you know at other places in poorer south you know poorer Sides of Bangkok, they actually did a great job with my clothes, and she was probably doing 70% of the job, meaning buttons would not show up on some of my t shirts sometimes. And I'm like, okay, well, I understand if the button falls off, it is your goal to, you know, right back up because you got a household full of women that could do that, and you should have services that dedicate to that type of problem. Nope. And I'm like, oh my God, my shirts. Are looking like dog shit. Okay, you guys aren't doing this, you're doing that. I remember the last time just two weeks ago, Luke, and you know I'm going on a rant. It's all good, but two weeks ago, she was like, oh my God, could you please um, call your landlord so he could mail you the, the the parking card so you could give it to us so we could get our son to, you know, go swimming at your condominium for free. Bitch, have you lost your goddamn mind? I say that with no pun intended. Are you outside of your mind? But you see how demanding, and she's been very, very demanding for almost four months, and I put up with it. That's yeah. my problem. I put up with nonsense when if I would have just said, "Uh, no, I'm not going to do that," and that's the end of it. I mean, I suck at that, dude.
1: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, no. <laughs> I mean, like you do get, you, know, you do get people though that are very um, demanding, nice and so it's nice. very a challenging time in those types of relationships. You know, to just communicating that. But I think, you know, it does come back to, you know, being honest in terms of a business for our listeners in terms of a business standpoint, I think I can relate somewhat because, because, you know, I would categorize myself as a nice guy as well. Okay. And so, yeah. and so for me, you know, it has been kind of getting what I'm like, getting what I'm worth paid, if that makes sense. Mm. So, so oh, yeah. I hear yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, so like my, my value. And because obviously we just want to help people, you know, we will, you know, and everything that sometimes the money side, we kind of put out the window. And so it's great, you know, when, you know, you see the transformation in people, but we still need to be paid equivalent to obviously to what we're worth and our knowledge and everything, especially as mentors and coaches. And, you know, I suppose just in business in general. And so, you know, especially like more, I'd say more beginning of the year, you know, I had some limiting beliefs probably around this. And so, um, that held me back for me you know I just want to help people and you do get people that kind of take advantage of that and also, I think f- for me just in that situation um, it is about being open and honest um, and you know in, in alignment with our, obviously our topic and just telling the truth you know being honest and honest and open similar to your situation in the beginning saying actually no I can't do that and actually to, to be fair I don't think that you did a, like a bad thing saying you know I'll, I'll, co- I'll teach your son sorry um, in my spare time you know because it because it's obviously a reduced price for what you would usually and so because of that it's in my free time when, when I have that and so then that's back on them in my opinion that they obviously didn't understand that if you if you notice that earlier then for me it is about nipping it in the bud but because we are nice people you know we just want to help others but yeah i i think you know you actually done a nice thing and they took advantage of that and so mm. i've had i've had that exactly same experience i would say in my own personal relationships that has happened as well so i've spoken a lot about kind of my my social circle and everything so i pr- prolonged that right and so mm. i wasn't open on, well to, to be fair i i there was a point there was a, probably a point where for about six to nine months, I was starting to be more open and honest. They, on the face of it, it looked like they understood, but then their actions said differently, if that makes sense. And so, you know, I prolonged those relationships for a long period of time because I thought, I suppose like sometimes we are a bit naive and, you know, we, we hope people will will change and sometimes that obviously doesn't happen and that keeps us back.
0: That's you know, why yeah. I kicked my brother out of my life permanently. I wish him all the best. With, you know, whichever of us, you know, end up passing on at whatever time. Hey, you know what? There were some great times together, but this is a part of life. I've already accepted that. But when you come, I I just had to tell the truth and say, listen, you're one of the most toxic human beings I've ever been around in my lifetime. And I've got to cut you loose. And my family ended up being that toxicity too. So I told the truth back in 2013 in a letter and they didn't accept it. And so now I'm the bad guy. But you know what? It was the truth. There was nothing really, there was nothing bad about that. I spoke from a 15 year standpoint. You guys are no longer living. You guys are dying right now. You guys have lost all rights as a human being. And I, whatever I said at that time, I don't know what I said, but I told the truth and that truth, it paid dividends. People would probably say that's not necessarily dividends because now they don't speak to you anymore but hopefully within a five, 10, 15 year period, they're going to understand what I was saying at that specific, specific moment. And then they'll say, I get it now. He had to distance himself from us because we were misery and he was company, you know? So. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, just on that, I, I think hopefully you, you know, for you, I mean, you're focused on where you're going, but hopefully you know, that that does happen. And so just for me from, Cutting off my social circle a few years ago, um, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny. Probably about eighteen months, you know, after some of them were messaging me saying, "Hey Luke, I enjoy your videos," and I was like, "Wow!" Well, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're like yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So they, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, "Wow!" So they obviously seen what I was doing, and was like, "I don't know." I, to be fair, I, I'm not in their mind, so I don't know what they were thinking, but. I think sometimes when you are so focused on where you're going, and when you just take action in any way, they do tend to then try and like wiggle their way their way back. I suppose.
0: Right, right. And you know, it's it's funny because right when you said that, Lisa Nichols had the same thing. She said, "Hey, I couldn't be, I could not be rescued nine one one for my family, but when I started doing my own thing, then guess who ended up talking to me and saying, Hey, can you help me? Can you do this? Can you do that?'" It was, her, it was her, I think it was, um, I don't know who it was in her family, but it was that same thing that happened to you 18 months later. They came back. They messaged you. Hey, Luke, I like your videos. But at the same time, you're not going to hold any grudges. There yes. is no vengeance. There's nothing like that. But mm-hmm. you're going to say, okay, well, now the change is happening within them. You can send that message and say, you know what? Thank you so much for your support. That's awesome that you're watching this. Let me know if I can help you with anything.
1: But, but, but then it comes back to action. Right. So for, so for me, like people can send me messages saying, Luke, I like your videos. But until I see that they're applying some of the things that I'm saying, and even with the podcast, right, you know, you know I'm grateful for every single listen. Right. But for me, there's no point people listening to the podcast and not taking action on the things that we're talking about. Then they're just wasting their time. Yes. Like you know what I'm saying. So it, whoever it is, old social circle, whoever, right? If they watch my, my my videos. I'm grateful for every single watch on the podcast, every single listen. Go and implement what we're talking about. Otherwise, it's, exactly. it's pointless. It's pointless. Exactly. The message you're sending me is, is is pointless. I'm I'm grateful. You know, and I'm gonna um, express that you know that gratitude and say thank you and everything. But now. Go and take action, right? And if you need me to help you with that, then I'm here. There has been that thing as well, you know, where they have reached out to me and said thank you. But then, you know, when I'm seeing kind of their actions, their actions, okay, I'm from a more of a bird's eye view because you know I don't necessarily hang out with them. Mm-hmm. But their actions are still from the, from where I'm coming from are still the same actions that they were doing two years ago, mm-hmm. even though you, you know
0: they said oh, I like your video, so um yes. and so yes. on and so forth. See, you see, and so again, you can talk the talk. But can you walk the walk? Maybe they were saying that just to say, hey, I like your video so much, so probably you could come back to that circle. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows what their agenda was? Maybe they had a hidden agenda. Exactly. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, at the same time, oh, it, it's, it's just like, th- this is probably why, you know, my English language podcast is a massive hit and people are following me from all over the planet. It's because t- they could take immediate action for what I say in those five to 10 minute podcasts plus the blog, plus everything else I do, plus the coaching and I'll hopefully I implement e-learning and e-testing at the beginning of next year. But that action is everything. So it's like the same, It's like what Gary Vee said before, you know, you, you can read all the books and listen to this and listen to all the podcasts. Jim Quick has said this too, but if you don't take action on anything you hear, what is the point? You should go back to watch a reality TV and the Kardashians because that's basically what you're wasting. You're wasting your time. Listening to the podcast, just like you would waste your, all your brain cells watching something like that. No offense to the people that actually watch it, but uh, you get the point that I'm trying to make. So, uh, but anyways, if we actually look at it this way, there's no perfect time to tell the hard truth. See, the hard truth, it might not necessarily be the hard truth. It might, it might be the hard truth for them. It's like a relationship, right? You already know that it's going down the drain. Your feelings are dissipating. Your, gir- your girlfriend or your boyfriend is becoming distant. You know what? Hey, it's going to be tough to sit down and have that conversation and say, listen, I just feel like we're going nowhere right now. What are we doing? And if she says, what do you mean? Or if he says, wait, I thought everything was going great. Then you could proceed to have the heart talk. Meaning, well, listen, this is how I feel. I feel like this. I feel like this. I feel like this. I feel like this. What about you? And then that's when you start to open up. That's that truth. People are scared of that because you know what? It's always that quote. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Exactly. People always think about the other person rather than saying, you know what? For my peace of mind, for my, for my sake, I'm going to tell you, I got to
1: tell you exactly how it is. But also the truth, like with the relationship with yourself, Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm saying, and so sometimes we focus too much on telling the truth to obviously other people, but actually to so it comes back into awareness and kind of the situations that you know we both experience. If you prolong something that you know is going to happen, then you have to be honest in that with yourself before you can be honest with everybody else. Um just wanted to like throw that out there because I think a lot of people they like so they like lie to themselves, if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. so then that, you know, for me, meaning that dictates kind of all other relationships as well.
0: Right. But the thing, it can also make and break them too, you know, it's that crucial conversation. It's that beating around the bush and it's that constantly overthinking and overanalyzing, scaring the hell out of yourself before the conversation, you know, the conversation would even happen and escalating what aren't even actual facts. Maybe it's just assumptions. It's kind of like the when in doubt, check it out. If you feel that something is seriously wrong, say, hey, man, you know, I felt like, you know, this was happening and that's happening. How's everything going? Oh, man, sorry. I just, you know, I've been going through some things at home. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just when you're in doubt, go check it out. See, this happens with any relationship. And then at the same time, when you have that conversation, then you can hurry up and flip it and say, hey, listen, okay. I was in doubt and now this doubt has turned into the truth. So this is how I feel. Okay, this could be in work relationships. I, you know, I, oh, I wish I would have told the truth, of the truth in my last job. I sh- wish I would have said uh, this or uh, that or uh, this or uh, that or uh, this and that, but how is that gonna help him? That's just gonna escalate. And you know what, at the end of the day, everything is all said and done no matter what. There's nothing I could say, that's going to deviate him from whatever he's trying to do in his life or anyone else is trying to do in their life. Everything, the universe is going to unfold the way it should. Arsenio, you've gotten your experience there. Move on to your next life. I didn't want to hold any grudges or send an email talking about somebody's mama. You know what I mean? It's just, it doesn't make any sense. So oh, there's a four. Oh my God. Yeah. So sorry. Go ahead. Luke. <laughs>
1: no you know um yeah just just agree with you know with everything you you know you said there and so you know it's about being open and honest with yourself with other people and um yeah so you know continuing to you know to just move forward so i'm all about uh moving forward and so in terms of did you
0: have like an exercise for people to do absolutely so this is what we're going to be getting right into so here we go guys it's about these crucial conversations um Again, I need to get better at this. This is probably the weakest spot of me. I wouldn't say the weakest. This is a trait that will be developed. Let's just put it that way. And if I'm able to have these crucial conversations, just as what happened with the uh, the lady that washed my clothes and with my job and this and that, and say, hey, listen, we're going to have this conversation. I got some things I need to tell you. But the thing is, a lot of people, they're afraid of how yeah. other people react. They don't know how to begin this and that. So I got about a six-step guideline for you guys. So we're going to put this into some writing too. I'll be sure to send this to Luke. I absolutely promise when he posts the episode, the guidelines will be on Motivational Mentor's Facebook page. I can guarantee you that. So here we go. Number one, to begin, determine your motivation for having the conversation to begin with. If it's just merely a way to express yourself or to get something off your chest or to eventually solve a problem. You gotta figure out what the motivation is. And especially if you're thinking straight out of anger, you're gonna have to take a step back, cool off for about 48 hours, come back to the situation with all the details mapped out, and then you can move forward with the next step, which is this one right here. Number two, you gotta make sure you schedule enough time. Okay, because you know what? If you say, oh, I'm gonna give this talk, uh, let's say 10 minutes during my break, during my lunch break. And next thing you know, it becomes a heated discussion. Nothing gets handled. You go back to work, you're angry and you're taking it out on everybody else or wherever you may be at that time. I love that one. And and so, that number three. So you gotta plan the conversation in advance. You gotta, you know, it's kinda like crafting out that clear message, just so you can just stay on track. Right, you gotta start with the facts of what actually happened or is happening or whatever it is, the story that you've made up in your mind or whatever you feel at that specific moment, whatever the situation may be. And then after that, how are you going to report the facts of the situation? See, if you, your girlfriend, she's been coming home a little bit late, but you just stay quiet and you don't wanna say anything. No, 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 you're gonna say, oh, you know, on Tuesday and Wednesday, I saw you come home a little bit late, you know, i not exactly sure, you know, blah, 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 blah. You understand, see, those are the facts. These aren't opinions. You can't say, oh, well, you know, I saw a guy on your phone. See, that's all assumptions. See, those aren't facts. We need facts. All right, so, again, how are you going to report those? And, you know, there's gotta be an event behind it or you guys get the drift. Now, going into number four. After reporting those facts, ask the other person, how do you see this? What do they think the impact is? See, because oftentimes we have, we let's just say, we presuppose or imagine some horrible reaction or consequence without even knowing what the other person's actual experience is of the situation. Absolutely. So going into that number five, see you need to ask the other party what they would like to do to resolve the matter. That's it. It's in fact, it's basically looking for that resolution, right? That peace of mind, getting that off your chest so you can move on freeing up those available attention units. And then that last number six, if you decide to resolve the issue, agree on and document what actions both parties will take. See, because by when you will take them and how you're gonna follow up with each other will determine everything. So I'm gonna repeat that last one. Agree and document the actions both of you will take, by when you will take them, and how you will follow up with each other. And there it is. That is right. your formula.
1: So, so, right? I want to throw a question at you because this, this has happened, especially like with my social circle kind of uh, situation. What right. happens if you're in? So, you're in a position where you are open and honest, right? And you want to have that that, that hard conversation, right? But the other person doesn't want to
0: have it. You know, and and so the thing is, I mean, some people we we try avoiding it. We try avoiding the face-to-face interaction, right? So I mean, then that's when it comes to email and other means of technology and whatnot. Because guess what, Luke? There have been so many times I've gone to sleep angry as hell because I didn't send that email or get anything off my chest that night before, in my you know, in terms of my previous employee. So. I mean, when it comes to that, you just got to say, I mean, you're just going to have to write it out. You don't don't know how many times I've written out a message and a lot of people would say, oh, well, that's not the best way to communicate, you know, through message. No, but the thing is, in order, see, because if you don't want to have the conversation, that means you're selfish about the entire situation. You don't care about my feelings. Therefore, I don't care about anything right now and I'm going to do it in writing send it to you and let you handle it on your own.
1: Right. Because yeah. obviously
0: if he doesn't want to have a conversation, but I'm trying to move on with my life or she doesn't want to have a conversation, but I'm trying to go to bed at night. Oh, see, that's what happened with the relationship about 10 years ago. Yeah. There was. I was worried sick for about three to four weeks while she was out there having an amazing time in California, I was trying to have those crucial conversations. She kept beating around the bush, and of course, it's because she met another person. See, I, now we didn't have good technology 10 years ago, but at that time, I should have sent her a message to say, you know what, okay, this, this, this. Of course, I didn't know about personal development when I was in college, but I should have said, you know what, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. I do believe that this is the end of our road. I see no future in this. I'm going to wish you the best of luck in your future and divorce and this is when the healing process begins. There it is. Yeah. That's how I handle it, Luke. I'm not going to let someone hold that power over me because of their selfishness because they're trying to avoid that conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that happens a lot. And so going back to my situation that I was in, that is kind of, you know, what happened that I was trying those face-to-face conversations and so it, you know, it just never happened. I have to take some responsibility as well because then when we did kind of so when you know there was those times face to face I didn't necessarily bring it up again and so then when we were you know behind our, our phone or you know on uh, on text or something then it would necessarily come up but they only wanted to and to have the conversation through technology and and so there was that point where I wanted to have the conversation face to face and they didn't and so I was just like right you wanted to have it through technology, fine. If it's on your mind, if they don't want to have that conversation face to face, just send an email, or I don't know, if I'm writing a letter, letter is a bit old school now, <laughs> or, or send a message, <laughs> or send a message or something. Because you you have to get it off your chest in your mind, and they will deal with it in any way that they want. And so, for me, actually going through personal development, you don't know what's what's going on in their life you know, like there could be something else going on in their life, which is why they don't want to necessarily have the conversation or they could just be running, running from having the conversation with you. And so if they're not willing to have that conversation, you just have to focus on the things that you can control and the things that you can do to, you know, be open and honest and tell the truth, you know? And so it does then come back to other forms of communication. Like, you know, um, like you said, so um, yeah, that's kind of what happened for me.
0: Mm. so i mean oh man and when they avoid it that's because again they're avoiding the inevitable but at the same time they're scared of having that that crucial conversation they're scared of the truth
1: i mean i also think that um I i don't know if you would agree it kind of comes back down to i suppose personality types a little bit and just like who we are so i'm very someone who wants to have those conversations but then there's other people that don't want to have those conversations for whatever reason and i think especially as you know younger people that they may find those conversations to be kind of silly or something like do you know what i'm saying and if we embrace personal development and you know dive into it from a younger age then we know all this stuff or we start to uncover this stuff much more younger and so that's where i see like a huge gap
0: Oh, yeah, of course, your development, especially over the last three years it's it's funny how we would go back and handle a situation such as that one mm. like in our form right now, like ten years ago, man, I would have dumped that thing a long long be- oh my god like like but the thing is as a as an eighteen or nineteen year old I'm like, oh, you know, I think it's gonna work, I think it's gonna work, there's a future, ain't no goddamn future. Come on, man, the future was it, man, come stop. But see, I don't, I didn't understand that back then. So now looking back at those moments and of course over the last 10 years and how I've dealt with so many different people, I kind of say, ooh, I could have did that a little bit differently, but it's all good. It all turned out all right. You know, no one got slapped in the face or anything. So, you you, you know, so, oh man, those crucial conversations. I can't stress it enough, Luke. Um, It's something that I absolutely need to develop um, it's something that a lot of our listeners can hopefully benefit from because people lose sleep, but people lose sleep, a lot of negative effects happen. But you know what? There was actually a little excerpt, especially in, uh, what is it, in Jack Canfield's book. He said he was at a conference at one moment and he was te- you know asking people about you know telling the truth and relationships, this and that. And then he ended up flipping it and saying, okay, you're going to go back home and tell the truth or to wh- whatever's bothering you right now, you're going to tell the truth. And people were completely just, they were like, no way, I can't do this. But let's just say a few of them actually went through with it. And it's amazing. Over the next few days, people lost lifelong migraines, spastic colons, no more medication, depression, limb. I mean, it just lifts up. I mean, five pounds of, of, of fat, excess fat just ended up disappearing because this person wasn't binge eating anymore because they were just so overly stressed about a situation. All of these things, man, people don't understand. If you don't tell the truth and think something is really bothering you, it's going to fester and it's going to turn into a parasite. And it's going to start eating away at you.
1: Exactly. Because it has to come out some way, doesn't it? Like
0: It does. It absolutely does.
1: So, you know, and yeah, so then people wonder why they may have health conditions or whatever it is. You know, and then they have all these things on their mind. It has to come out in some way, guys. So um, is there any other, like, strategies um, in... in Yeah, so is there any other strategies or anything that you've um, came across, I suppose?
0: Well, I think the biggest one is... Well, also think... more also
1: more questions. I mean, you, you referenced the Jack Canfield book. Um, so is there, like, anything else that our listeners can... Uh, like implement i suppose
0: if that makes sense sure i think that well the ultimate one is a fear a fear such as what of course napoleon Hills talked about the fear of this like the fear of failure there's the fear of this fear of that but the fear of being judged if that's probably the ultimate one i mean if there's anything that i can not stress enough to you guys to overcome it's the feeling and fear of being judged yes now and again, and so, you know, it goes in part with telling the truth, but maybe it goes in part with society too. I can tell you right now that a lot of people, they move robotically in countries such as Japan and in South Korea because they all want to fit into that same box. The only person, the lone person that's actually standing outside that box, they feel lonely they're like, oh my God, I feel like an outsider because of this and that and this and that. That's what happened with my family when I started traveling for the first time. Well, did I have a fear of being judged? No, but I had no idea that I was gonna be judged. And so I've been an outcast for a very, very long time because I just consider myself different. I love being positive. I love doing more things than other other people in my family were doing. And now you understand why. Now, am I still being judged within my family circle? I'm pretty sure. You know, are there people still talking behind my back on the 4th of July, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, holidays? Absolutely but we all know who's winning. And so overcoming that mental hurdle, that ultimate mental hurdle and saying, oh my God, I'm so scared what they're going to say about me at work. If I end up complaining about our best worker over these little things and this and that, don't stress those small things. Do it for the peace of your mind and everything everything else is just going to play out. And if people end up saying you're this and you're that and, you know, I think you're this. And remember, I've been living in Thailand for five years. I've been called everything in the book. So now since I'm everything in the book, that means I no longer have an image here in Thailand. I could be whoever the hell I want to be. So that's why I go running all around the streets like I did just two days ago, screaming and just cheering myself on and rapping DMX. Why? Because I am not scared to be judged anymore.
1: Yeah. And that's so so important. That's so important. And I think it does come back into into, um, telling the truth faster because it, so in a sense it comes back to telling the truth to your, to your, like yourself, because um, if you tell the truth to yourself and kind of your mission and where you want to go and your goals and your dreams and pursuing those. And so telling, you know, and so then you know like where you're going, right? So you, you're not, um, kind of like self sabotaging yourself because you, you, you know, so for me, you know, I had, I had these goals and everything. And even in the social circle situation, I, um, I, you know, I prolonged the, uh, you know, the, you know, what was going to happen, the, the final outcome. Um, and so if you were able to tell you the truth to yourself, then you're able to move forward. Um, and yeah you know just take action on you know the things that you want in your life but then again you know tell the truth to the people that maybe you're scared of judging you and understanding that why they're judging you like they there could be a thousand reasons why people would judge you um if, like if that makes sense and so at nine times of ten, it's on them like they have some insecurity that exactly. uh, it, is why like why they're judging you because they see you taking action towards Absolutely. where you want to go so you've got to tell the truth to yourself that actually this is the life that i want to create i'm looking forward not backwards to you know not backwards to the people that are judging me um and so when you since so when you start that journey then it's about communicating and telling the truth to them or you know, being open and honest about where you're going and you can either join me or stay where you are. Mm,
0: that's it. That's the biggest bomb. Because again, a lot of people, they and the, the thing is when they judge you and say, Oh, you're here, this, you're this, you're that, you're this. It's all their personal insecurities that they actually went through at some point in their life. And they're just trying to tell you just to boil that onto you because they experienced it. So they're the only way that, They can try to have power is to put that power over you. See, that's just judging. Those are the lowest people in society. So, I mean, if you look at what's happening around me, you know, people, you know, they think they're, I I don't know, I can't measure thought. I have no idea what people are thinking. But all I could do by, you know, by seeing their actions or gestures and stuff like that, I'm like, "Eh, that has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with their insecurities and how they no longer have control of their mind. Right. they're going to go through life and then they're going to end up the season and then that's the end of it. But you know what? Not me. Oh, not me. I will not be just a, a statistic.
1: Definitely yeah. not. Definitely not. And so do you have any um, final thoughts for our listeners today? <sighs> my
0: my final thought is that pra- just practice with the little things. Just practice with don't go big yet. You know, I told you guys some really, really good stuff. We've actually talked about some real deep stuff, but just just start off with the little things, like the truth, like, hey, listen, I've asked you so many times to take out the trash, and you haven't taken out the trash. What's the problem? And it's that confrontation, right? They're kind of scared, you know? But it's, it's something really, really small. But you're telling the truth. Rather than letting that trash boil over and over and over and just having to, you know, I mean? you know it could be any yeah. situation. Just build it up. Don't be very, very frank. Be like, hey, you know, maybe it's something with your friend. Your friend's been, you know, giving you the cold shoulder for so long. I would send a message and say, hey, listen, you've been doing this, you've been doing that, this is how I feel, what's going on? If they don't respond, be like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to ignore your messages, all the best to you. Oh, that's it. You're your best friend. So do the small things first and then build up. Don't don't just go into your relationship and say, well, Arsenio said I need to break up with you because you like, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Don't come back to me. These are all, listen, we, this is unlicensed, but Luke and I, we are professionals, but don't come to me saying, oh my God, you know, you said this, you said, no, 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 Do the small things first, build up, and you need to just learn that this is one of the most critical components of all kinds. I don't care if it's in business or personal life. This is the most critical.
1: So guys, um, I think, you know, we definitely covered a lot today. So guys, you know, it's not about being an expert on kind of everything. You know, our, our has been open, I've been open, so we're still trying to improve in, um, you know, relationships and being uh, understanding and open and honest and creating that kind of atmosphere, which I think is important as well. We need to
0: figure out how we can have a heart talk.
1: Right, yeah. And
0: so that's probably the most critical one because a lot of you are probably still unsure how to go through with this, but you know, but I got some really good things coming for you guys in the next one.
1: Absolutely. Great stuff. So yeah, for me, guys, it is about creating that honest, open atmosphere to have those conversations. So guys, that is uh, today's episode of the Motivation Mentals podcast. Arsenio,
0: thank you for joining me, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, guys. And tune in for the next one coming very, very soon. Did you find this episode helpful? If you did, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. New episodes of the Motivational Mentors podcast are available every Tuesday and Friday.